what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of beat the house with your host here justin everett episode 66 and gonna got a great show to get into got a great show to give out to you guys uh for wednesday on a hump day here uh gonna recap some uh, nba action from last night on tuesday um you know there's a handful of games that took place and you know some key takeaways from some games like you know, the uh, Clippers and Kings games, um, the Warriors, you know, they continue to struggle. Also, uh, you know, Draymond Green, you know, gets ejected again. And in the um, Nuggets and Bulls uh, game, Nikola Jokic gets uh, ejected pretty early. Um, so going to share some thoughts, you know, on those two being ejected and, you know, just some thoughts on some of the referees. Um, you know, that are ejecting, you know, players like Jokic and having such of a quick whistle. Um, also have some, uh, uh, best bet, you know, tonight for the Wednesday card. Um, and, uh, just going to share some thoughts, you know, on some games that took place, you know, last night. So, um, like I said, great show to get into. Uh, but before we do, just a quick reminder to head over to Apple or Spotify and do me a quick favor, drop a, a rate and review, subscribe to the show. Uh, been doing really well here. Been doing really well here as of late, you know, with the, uh, picks given out on the show going back to, uh, you know, Monday night, we had a, uh, closed out the NFL week 14 card, you know, with the winner there with the, uh, getting the points with the Tennessee Titans, uh, finished out another profitable weekend, uh, between, uh, NBA and NFL going four and one. Um, so just gonna, you know, hopefully look to continue to keep it going. Um, you know, giving out as many, uh, free plays or free picks as possible on the show, you know, that, you know, that, uh, hopefully that could, you know, uh, get you to the counter and cash some tickets. Um, you know, the, cause that's what's, that's what it's really all about. You know, we try to find a, you know, profitable spot. Um, you know, find, find some edges here. In the games that were given out between, you know, uh, NFL, NBA as of late, you know, college football, bowl season, you know, starts, uh, Saturday. So it's going to try to continue to grind out, uh, you know, the month of December here, finish out, uh, the year 2023 strong and, uh, you know, just be as profitable as we can. So it's going to look to continue to keep it going. And, uh, like I said, head over to Apple or Spotify. And, uh, you know, drop a rate and review, subscribe to the show. If you've already, if you've already done that, you know, appreciate it. Um, you know, five star ratings are, you know, greatly appreciated, but, uh, definitely, you know, appreciate all the listeners. Um, you know, all the shares, the re, the retweets, the, you know, spreading the, spreading the show, you know, word of mouth, you know, means a lot and it goes a long way with me. So appreciate that. You know, let's continue to grow the show. And, uh, with that being out the way, Let's jump right into the show. Going back to, uh, you know, last night's action. Um, you know, we, we had a best bet, you know, uh, we were on the Clippers, you know, minus three, you know, they get a comfortable win against the Kings, uh, 119 and 99. Um, so no sweat really there as they were, you know, pretty much in control of the game from start to finish and, uh, start, it led with the defense, you know, holding the Kings was a top 10 offense. Led by De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis to under uh, under a hundred points, you know after they just scored, you know 131 against the Nets. You know both teams were on a back to back, 
but I didn't think it really played, you know, too much um, into this game as, you know, both uh, both teams stayed, you know, within the state of California. Um, and uh, it was a division game, um, you know, so both teams were, were, were pretty familiar with one another. But, you know, I think the Clippers, you know, they're starting to, um, you know, develop a lot of confidence in their style of play and develop a nice rhythm, you know, uh, with their rotations and everything. You know, ever since, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook made the sacrifice, you know, to come off the bench, um, it, it's allowed the, the starting unit to uh, develop a lot of chemistry. Um, you know, they have a um, they have an overall net rating of around, you know, 12, uh, 12 and a half. You know, James Harden is settling is settling in it into his role. Uh, he, he played a, another great efficient game last night, as well as Kawhi Leonard over his last, you know, five or six games. So he's averaging, you know, close to 30 points a game on a very efficient shooting. He had a efficient, you know, efficient game last night, uh, 11 to 14 from the field. You know, um, one, you know, negative takeaway, you know, Paul George wasn't able to play the second half due to, uh, some left, uh, some, some growing, some growing soreness. Hopefully that's not too, um, you know, too significant and he doesn't miss, you know, uh, doesn't miss time. Um, but, you know, Clippers now, they're on a five game winning streak. They climb up to uh, the seventh seed in the West. But here's this a key stat with the Clippers. They have the third best overall point differential in the Western Conference. So, um, they, you know, you know, uh, took some losses, obviously, you know, early in the, uh, James Harden trade, losing the first six, but I think they're starting to round in the form and, um, you know, they've, uh, playing, you know, elite defense. You know, they're one of the five best, uh, you know, defensive teams in the league right now. And, um, I think their offense is starting to, you know, shape into form here. Um, you know, since the James Harden trade and, uh, guys are selling into their roles. You know, like I stated, and, you know, they, uh, you know, keep the Kings offense in check, in check, which is, uh, pretty tough to do. You know, they shoot it very efficiently, you know, led by Fox and Sabonis and uh, holding a team like that under a hundred points is, pr- is pretty impressive. So with what they're getting, you know, from Westbrook off the bench with his energy and, um, uh, his ability to, you know, rebound the ball and, you know, score in the paint when they need it and, uh, you know, find guys for open shots and things like that. You know, they're, you know, starting unit with, you know, Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, even some, uh, uh, Zubak, you know, is playing really well, you know, on both sides of the floor. Uh, you know, this team is, you know, rounding in the form and playing really well. So hopefully they can keep it up. And, uh, Paul George's, uh, growing injury isn't too, uh, isn't too significant. Um, you know, moving along, another takeaway from last night, um, in a primetime spot, you know, the Warriors, uh, they continue to struggle. Uh, they took a loss to the Suns as a one point, um, one point favorites, um, 116, 119. They look, they lose there. Uh, offense continues to struggle. You know, Steph Curry was the only starter that was in double figures. You know, he scored 24 points. Uh, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, um, they were benched for a majority of the fourth quarter there. They combined to, just, to go just for three for 17 from the field and, um, scored just 10 points together. You know, they're not going to, you know, have much success 
Yeah, for those two guys are going to struggle like that. Um, and they've just been pretty inconsistent, you know, uh, approaching, you know, the first, um, uh, first quarter of the season here coming up. And, you know, Draymond Green, uh, he was ejected again. Um, uh, listening to him after the game, he said it wasn't his intentions to hit, um, uh, to hit, um, Yusuf Nurkic the way he did, but, you know, given Draymond Green's, you know, track record and, you know, uh, just serving, you know, a five game suspension for choking out, you know, Rudy Gobert. Um, he doesn't really get the benefit of the doubt anymore for what, you know, his intentions were, what he was trying to do. Um, you know, he has a, uh, obviously has a long track record of, you know, having, you know, uh, you know, showing, you know, behaviors like this. Um, you know, from my personal opinion, you know, playing the game, you know, for so long, you know, and uh, playing at a college level, as high as a college level, you know, there's ways, you know, that you could, um, you know, try to make it look like you're getting away with, you know, doing things like Draymond Green did, you know, last night to get himself ejected by hitting Yusuf Nurkic. And to me, it was just one of it. It was just one of those things where, you know, he he walks the he walks a thin line, you know, in a lot of situations. When he's out there on the court and, you know, you know, socked, you know, Yusuf Nurkic, you know, in the face and, you know, got himself ejected, thrown from the game. And, you know, that was the turning point in the game for me for the war for the Warriors. Um, you know, given how the roster is, uh, you know, is, uh, constructed, you know, for Golden State, you know, they need Draymond Green. Um, you know, he's their, uh, anchor defensively. He gets the, the ball moving, uh, moving. He, uh, easily gets, you know, Steph Curry, you know, shots, you know, setting screens and a lot of pin downs and, uh, double screens, flare screens and things like that, pushing the ball in transition. And he just has a high IQ to play the game, you know, when he's out there, not getting himself tossed from game. So, um, you know, him uh, leaving the floor obviously impacted the, uh, Warriors in a, in a negative way. And, you know, Steve Kerr kind of, uh, you know, talked about that in his, in his post game press conference. And he seemed like he was, you know, pretty frustrated that, you know, Draymond Green got himself dejected, uh, ejected again. Um, but that's just where the Warriors are at right now. Um, they're struggling. They fall to the 11th seed, just 10 and 13. And I don't think that this team has a lot of, uh, um, you know, a lot of, uh, options, you know, to improve the roster, you know, if they were to try to look into, you know, making a trade, you know, it would have to include, you know, somebody like a Clay Thompson or a Draymond Green, but I'm not even sure, you know, if the market is significant enough, you know, for those two to, you know, warrant a return that would, you know, make the Warriors better than what they are right now. Um, I think if they were to... If they were to land like a, a Zach Levine with the Pascal Siakam, you know, that would improve the team. But I don't think they have enough uh, assets, you know, to bring, you know, a return like that back. You know, that would, uh, you know, help out, you know, Steph Curry and, you know, the rest of the whatever's left on the roster there. But they're going to need to do something. You know, I think that's why, you know, Bob Myers, you know, their GM that stepped away in the offseason, um, I think that was a big reason why he stepped away because, um, you know, this team has been together for so long and they've built, you know, such a strong bond, uh, 
and uh you know chemistry with the with each other you know over the uh over the years or so and uh you know making tough decisions like that you know just imagine you know going to a Steph Curry and saying like look we need to trade you know either Clay Thompson or Draymond Green um you know that'll be a a tough and a difficult decision to have and rather than you know um you know going through with that or um you know ruining some relationships or something like that you know he you know stepped away and you know Mike Dunleavy Jr he's in that situation right now and um you know he's he's going to have some 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 tough decisions to make to try to improve this roster because you know the way it is right now you know you get too too much of an inconsistent play you know from Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins you know you can't really at this point, you know, count on Draymond Green to keep his emotions in check and be inve- be available for the team. Um, you know, you still have some young assets in Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. You know, those will probably be the <clears throat> the biggest assets on the team to try to bring back. Um, you know, whatever that they can to improve the roster around Steph Curry. But you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, this month of December here, a lot of the uh, you know, contracts, you know, that were signed in the offseason are, you know, eligible to be traded now. So, you know, we'll see what, you know, the Warriors do, if they do anything or if they're able to do anything, you know, to try to improve this roster. But the way it is right now, you know, they're not going to jump uh, ahead of, you know, teams like uh, teams ahead of them, you know, like the Mavericks, um, you know, the Clippers now, uh, the Lakers, Suns. Um, you know, there's just, you know, too much, uh, you know, those teams are just too, too far ahead of them. And, um, you know, they, they just have too much in consistent play. Um, so we'll see where, we'll see where, we'll see what they're able to do, um, you know, as the trade deadline approaches. Uh, another thing that stood out last night, um, the Denver Nuggets game, Nikola Jokic, he was ejected again as well, uh, very early in this game in the second quarter. Uh, they still were able to get the win and, and slight cover. Um, they were laying six and a half to the Bulls. They get the win 114, 106, uh, without Nikola Jokic, you know, for mo- majority of the game. And Jamal Murray wasn't playing anyway. Uh, but, uh, Reggie Jackson, he only had, an, he had another great game. 25.6 assists on 56% shooting from the field, 62% shooting from the three point line. And, you know, they lost some key guys in the offseason. Uh, from their championship team and Jeff Green and, uh, uh, going to the Rockets and Bruce Brown, um, you know, going to the Pacers. Uh, but guys like, you know, Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan have stepped in and, uh, you know, fulfilled those roles, you know, pretty well. You know, also have some young guys that they can count on now and, uh, Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. So, um, you know, to me, this team, you know, healthy and whole. It's still at the top of the Western Conference just from the chemistry that they have. And uh, Nikola Jokic, in my opinion, is the best player in the league right now. Uh, two-time MVP, finals MVP. Uh, should be a three-times fi- uh, three times MVP. Um, you know, but, you know, the uh, uh, voting committee, you know, felt, you know, that MB was the MVP last year. Um, but just speaking to, you know, the referees and how they have such a quick whistle, um, you know, with these superstars, um, you know, throwing them out of the games. Um, Nikola Jokic isn't somebody that gets, you know, ejected from games, you know, often. 
But, uh, you know, he's been ejected, you know, a couple of times here within the last month and a half or so. Uh, going back to uh, a few nights ago, you know, uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics was ejected and tossed from a referee, you know, from uh, across the court. So I think that, you know, these uh, short tempers or these, these short, you know, fuses from these uh, referees in the NBA, they need to be addressed because they're uh, throwing out, you know, star players, um, you know, for, you know, not, you know, not much of anything, you know, they're having, you know, uh, these, re- these players are showing their frustrations from the calls from the refs that they're either missing or getting wrong. And the refs are, you know, pretty much in their feelings and, uh, you know, tossing, you know, key players from, you know, from big games. And, um, you know, that's not right. It should be addressed. And, you know, if you want to, you know, um, you know, um, get the calls right, um, that these players are showing their frustrations on, um, you know, they wouldn't come at these referees like they are, but um, they're not coming at them in a, in a disrespectful way, you know, or saying anything, you know, borderline or crossing the line or anything. And you know, they're getting, uh, they're getting tossed for showing frustrations and calls that, you know, referees are missing. And I, I don't think that's right. So, uh, hopefully the league, you know, can do something about that because, uh, you know, guys like Nikola Jokic getting tossed in the second quarter, Jalen Brown getting tossed. Um, it's not good for the game. And, you know, I would think that it would get, it, it would get addressed, you know, uh, behind, you know, cl- behind closed doors here pretty soon. Um, <clears throat> another takeaway from last night, the, uh, Lakers and Mavs, you know, played a, a pretty entertaining game back and forth game. It seems like when these two teams, you know, get together, they uh are always play a close game no matter who's out there on the court. You know, Kyrie Irving wasn't available for this one for the Mavs. You know, he's uh as he's been out, uh he missed his first game due to an injury that he suffered from their last game when his teammate uh Dwight Powell um you know went up and came down on his on his leg there. But uh you know guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. and um Dante Exum, um, you know, stepped up and had a really good game along with Luka Doncic. Um, and they get the win there, you know, 127, 125, um, over the Lakers, who's fresh off of the in season tournament championship. You know, maybe they're, you know, uh, came out flat and they put a lot of energy, you know, into winning that, uh, tournament here in Vegas, uh, giving up 127 points. Um, you know, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, one of their best defenders, wasn't available for this one. Um, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James plays, played, you know, uh, another great game together. Um, but the uh, Lakers defense just didn't show up. And, uh, you know, like I said, maybe it's just a letdown, you know, from so much energy, you know, put into winning, you know, in the end season tournament, they went six and oh, um, and their defense, you know, they were, Holding teams over the last three or five games or so to around a, a 105 points or less. Um, so outside of the end season tournament, you know, they had a record of just eight and nine, you know, giving up over 115 points a game. So, you know, that probably played a big role into it. Um, and, uh, Dante Exum, the former lottery pick, uh, not very much known for his outside shooting, but he was lighting the Lakers up from three. Um, uh, think he hit, you know, uh, five threes or something like that. 
And, uh, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. contributed with Luka Doncic and uh, the Mavs. You know, they get a, you know, uh, get a nice, impressive win at home there uh, without Kyrie Irving. So those were some things that stood out and some takeaways from, uh, you know, last night in the association. But let's move over to tonight's card for Wednesday. You know, got a solid best bet here. A handful of games, you know, going on. Uh, but the one that stood out to me that I'm going to give out to you guys here uh, is the I'm going with the Pacers again, plus six and a half um, over the Bucks. It was going to be a uh, in-season tournament semifinal rematch to where the Pacers, you know, beat the Bucks uh, as five and a half point underdogs, 128-119. They were led by Tyrese Halliburton in that matchup. Um, but. I think the Pacers will still, you know, find their ways to score against this Bucks defense that just ranked 18th in adjusted defensive rating. Um, the Bucks, you know, they're in their game, you know, coming out of the end season tournament loss, uh, against the Bulls, they gave up 129 points. So I don't really see this Bucks defense improving that much. And, you know, that the Bulls offense, you know, they're one of the worst offenses in the league and they were playing without, uh, one of their top scorers in Zach Levine. So I think the Pacers, you know, get back on track and, uh, you know, continue to score and fly around the court, you know, led by Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, you know, my numbers made this line, you know, 2.37. So still think there's, you know, uh, well, I think there's a lot of value in grabbing the points and, you know, backing uh, the Pacers again here, uh, getting six and a half. So that's only uh, the only official best bet for me for, the, tonight's card on, on for the Wednesday action. You know, there was a, so a, a couple other games, you know, that, you know, were a consideration and for me. Uh, one of them was the Raptors over the, uh, over the Hawks, you know, on the money line here. Uh, Hawks, they're dealing with some injuries. Uh, they're without a starter in Jalen Johnson. Um, DeAndre Hunter, another starter who's a questionable game time decision here. Uh, but they're one of the worst defenses in the league as well. Um, Raptors on their home floor. You know, I would lean towards them, uh, you know, just getting the win on the money line there. Um, another team in action, um, the Nets, you know, they're, or the Suns, they're on the back to back. You know, Kevin Durant, um, in the game last night against the Warriors, they said that he was going to be playing tonight and, you know, they'll see how Bradley Beal, will be uh um will respond you know after you know this game here he could be available for a back to back so this could be the first time that you see the Suns you know big 3 you know play their first game together uh with you know Durant, Booker and Bill you know like I said approaching the the quarter mark you know of the uh of the season here so uh you know, this could be the first time that they play on the court so we'll see you know Maybe later on in the day, you know, what their shoot around looks like. Um, you know, that was a game, you know, that I had my eye on. Um, Sixers and Pistons, they get, you know, um, they match up tonight. Uh, Sixers laying 11 and a half on the road, kind of lean towards the Sixers here. Pistons, you know, they lost 20 games in a row. And, you know, my numbers for that game made it around, you know, 11 and a half with the Sixers laying it. Um, Pistons, you know, one of the worst streaks in the league, probably league history, losing 20 games in a row. Spurs not too far behind them. They lose 
they lost 17 games in a row, but the Spurs, they're playing one of the hardest schedules, you know, in the league right now. Uh, they have a top five or, or, or top five or better hard, hard schedule, you know, going up against, you know, in Spurs defense and their 17 game losing streak, but the Pistons, not so much. They just, um, the talent that they have on the, on the roster just isn't coming together. Uh, whatever Monty Williams' approach is, it's just not getting through to the team. Um, but, you know, I would look, I would lean, you know, uh, towards the Sixers, but only official best bet tonight for me is the Pacers, uh, plus six and a half over the Bucks. So with that being said, guys, that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, not a lot of NFL or college football on this one, but mostly just dedicated to the NBA. Um, but coming up on Friday, we'll have the official card, you know, for the NFL week 15, um, as well as a couple of, uh, college, you know, football bowl games getting underway for Saturday. So going to have some games for, uh, going to have some games to give out for that as well. So uh, with that being said, guys, going to wish you guys best of luck. Let's go Pacers again tonight. Uh, let's cash another ticket. Um, and I will catch up with you guys on Friday.